Do you like to laugh, geek out on music, and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day, but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth? If so, you need to subscribe to One Hit Thunder. Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into one-hit wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Crayshon's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll to Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Past the Duchy, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come baby come and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. It is mind-blowing and heartbreaking how many original scripts are written every year but are never made. So we seek out these scripts and bring them to life with full audio production and professional actors. Check us out at Undiscover Scripts. Movies made of paper. Wherever you get your podcasts. Free! episode that I know most of you have been really hoping that we would do one of these days, and now we're finally doing it. We're going to talk about tween, tween, Teen Witch! <laughs> um, we're going to be talking about the prequel, Tween Witch. Tween Witch. Uh, so, holy shit, this movie, guys. It's, um, so it's so good. It's you, Scott, just say what you sent to me already today, because it sums up the movie in a beautiful sentence. Wow. What did I say? I don't even remember. <laughs> this movie's nothing but hairspray and hormones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so much more clever when I'm not on the mic, but God, I love this movie. Uh, so oh, it's just, so good. So I hate, I hate this movie. <laughs> I don't know how you don't, especially you, Scott. I would expect you to hate this movie. And Why? I'm sure it's awesome because it, you know, if you're going to have a movie with a lot, like a lot of musical numbers, so hire, someone, hire someone who's not four to write the music. <laughs> Let's just start there. Okay. How can you say that I like boys is not a fucking <laughs> amazing piece of music? Oh, okay, wait, wait, we're jumping way too ahead. Listen. <laughs> Four notes no, before I got no, dude. There is no way we're doing chronological order on this episode. <laughs> There's no way. Um, so no, no, what, no, you don't Matt, want to talk Matt, about Matt. that sexy saxophone <laughs> and '80s music video intro. That's apparently how she dreams. Oh yeah. no, we can. We're just doing a memento this episode. <laughs> we're going to jump like the end, the beginning. There's so much to talk about. You know, this and is it, memento with saxophone. <laughs> every song. Okay, so there's there's. In my mind, there's three key things that need to be discussed. And then there's a lot of other really important things to talk about. But the key things are obviously, you got to talk about almost every single one of these songs. Oh, yeah. You, you got to talk about the little brother. 
Oh, please. And no, you, actually, he's my least favorite part of the and movie. And you got to talk about how <laughs> Zelda Rubenstein's character is like, so a villain in any other movie like yeah yeah how is she the fairy godmother (laughs) like every piece of her advice she's just like oh you can get anything you want you can get revenge on everyone who ever made fun of you and i'm like what is this how is she the good guy in this yeah and then she fucks a frog (laughs) (laughs) when she went the next time you see her after the frog to a prince scene she's making food and 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 um louise comes in it's like is that a potion? She's like, no, it's it's goulash or something like that. And I'm like, I thought it was the perfect opportunity for her to go deadpan. It's frog soup. Right? <laughs> like, it's just so cheap. Uh, so I know you hate the brother. and, and Yeah, because it's played by a 50-year-old lesbian woman. How is that a young boy? <laughs> but he has, he has, without a doubt... My two favorite line deliveries in this entire movie, and I wrote them both down. The one is, no one's coming to your sweet 16 party. But that's exactly it. Why does he sound like an old woman that has smoked for so long? It's like, you better clean this up before mom and dad yell at you. I don't care if they yell at me. (laughs) Tell them they yell at me all they want. And then the other one I love is right before he gets turned into the cutest fucking dog. Oh, my God. Cute dog alert. He goes, you think you're hot stuff because you went to a dance, but you're not cool. You're a dog. A dog. <laughs> the brother's literally played by fucking Buster Poindexter. In- <laughs> <laughs> but like what bothers me is in movies when there's a transformation, there's that like great like uh, I'm waking up and then like they look at their hands or something's noticed. This guy's like transformed. He's like, oh, I'm a dog. Immediately. <laughs> Um, I was so, and then he's like, I even smell like a dog, and I'm like, that's the best smell in the world of like yeah. a dog. Come yeah, on, yeah, better now. than that shit pizza you're making on the fucking dining room table. The pizza is like the biggest pizza, and I think that it had strawberries, tomato sauce, and marshmallows on it. So, so I don't want to, I don't want to copy too much of any other podcast because multiple podcasts have covered this but I can't remember which one it was, but they were talking about that pizza and they're like, this kid is at least 13. Like he is way too old for this pizza. Like this is a, a six year old left at home with no one to, to guide yeah. them pizza. Like, it's ridiculous. Um, so I want to talk about the wrapping kits. Wait, oh, we're wait, jumping wait, wait. right to that, huh? I don't, well, okay, we need to do a little preamble here. First of all, the title on the back of the DVD that I purchased in order to watch this film, by the way, uh, which was like the best six dollars I ever spent on a DVD in my life, except for that time <laughs> that I bought May, because yeah. that's Brian and Matt know the off-screen or the off uh, off-air story of how awesome it is to watch May. With <laughs> anyway, so it, it, on the back of this it, big bold print, it says, "For her." Trouble comes supernatural, which I fucking love. It's so good. Um, but so the, stupid. It's so good, but so dumb. Yeah, I mean, like, this movie knows exactly what it is. By the way, Brian, you know why you don't appreciate this movie? Besides the fact that you're a goddamn heathen, it's that, you, no, a child would love this. You're just a bad person. Um, yes. Wait, like, I, I'm a bad person? Every Every male character in this movie... Just ignores basic human rights. Like whether it's a nerdy kid that's just like, 
openly trying to rape her and was like, how would you like it if you got molested? He's like, I'd love it. Or like a teacher that's just going through her personal stuff and mocking, mocking a young birth girl control. for taking birth control. Yeah, like, yeah. what the fuck are you, dude? Oh, yeah, no, the, the teacher's a real dick. Like, he's, um, like, way more of a dick than he needed to be for her to get her revenge on him. But before we get too far, um, so so this movie is a musical. Like, it's a modern musical. That's the way that you need to walk into this film. Right? That is how I walked into it, and they didn't put any effort into the music. It doesn't mean anything. It's still fun. You just gave them all the lyrics to We Like Boys by giving them the title. That is how bad it's for me. No, no, no. It's before, I like boys. <laughs> before, before I like boys, we are introduced to the rapping kids, and they're rapping the high school blues. Oh, my which, God. Which sounds suspiciously like the Monster Squad rap. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Yeah, all of this shit in the, that they rap sounds like the Monster Squad it's just rap. Like, it's like, I'm sitting around inside my school. Don't want to go to class. That's not cool. <laughs> oh, they're dancing to the rap music is the best part. Because it's also, just how like are they doubling their voices live. <laughs> oh, but it is it is the 80s rappiest of 80s rap. Oh, so good. I wish there was one black person in this film that just <laughs> that just looked with just a deadpan face at every time those white kids tried to rap but right, here's you, the thing is that there's no black person in this film i saw none yeah because that evil witch she was racist <laughs> so, so i want to say my favorite rap line in the entire movie though is a Roger, a love wand, a joystick, a dong, a zipper lizard, tallywhack, a trouser, snake schlong. I, I actually enjoyed that part. I, <laughs> okay, here we go. I, I don't I don't hate this movie. I I you do. Can't. It's so good. I, I hate it, but it wasn't it was like a smile ear to ear as much like I despise this the whole I time. I smile from ear to ear. Holy fuck. Like I watched this. This is like if someone is suicidal, you show them Teen Witch, and it will be they'll be like, I have a reason to live. It is I'm hot. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> no, no, like I I almost rewound to write down the cock uh nickname rap, but I knew that Matt was gonna have my back on it. So I didn't. That's what I had to look up on IMDb before I record. Oh, I was like, oh, I'm not gonna read this down. There's right. no way that someone didn't put this up there and there. Oh man. So so I have to talk we have to talk about that intro dream song, right? So yeah. that's the first song that introduces you to the omnipresent sax solo in this. This movie is just a sax solo with speaking in between when the guy gets a breath. So um that song is great cuz and it shows up later and it goes never gonna be the same again. Never gonna be the same again. It's so <laughs> it's it, Basically, what happens when you watch this film for the first time, you are forever changed. <laughs> oh, man, I love God. it. So, so um, the, the teacher, so I, my notes are chronological. So, fuck you guys for trying to memento this because I'm going chronological. <laughs> uh, so, I have something about this teacher here where this is a direct quote. Do you think I have nothing better to do than stand here and teach senior English? And I'm like, yeah, dude, it's your fucking job. Yeah, you get paid to do it. <laughs> yeah, like, and, but then we, so then he like makes fun of her because she's a smart kid. She's a sophomore. <laughs> she's about to turn 16, right? So she's a sophomore 
in senior English and he hates her. And I'm like, you are a piece of shit. You should be proud of her for having the initiative. But anyway, so then <laughs> do your impression to him again. I like I like that. It's like it's like Marvin the Martian and Vincent Price had a child. <laughs> Okay, nerd. <laughs> my modulator. <laughs> oh man, my modulator is terribly ghoulish. I was thinking I was gonna take off all of the stickers on the bottom of my skateboard and just put one statement in the middle. You know, like Marvin the Martian. Oh no, shit, I do Marvin the Martian. I can do Marvin the Martian. <laughs> You guys got uh, Coke here? America. <laughs> so speaking of ditzy girls, we get the first legit dance sequence. Like the first one is a dream, but this is the first real life dance sequence where there's like, it, it's no longer in reality, right? So it's, hey, cheerleaders, I got the new cheer, so fab. And then they do the, <laughs> they do this spontaneous dance number when, like, apparently, and I'm just kind of inferring this, and I'm sorry if I'm talking real loud because I'm having a good fucking time with it. <laughs> um, but they, they're like, they have to wear these unitards. They're like one-piece bathing suits for gym or something. Is that what I'm getting? Well, I'm also confused by, like, I think they're performing the cheer, but, like, look, I never play a lot of sports, but if I'm trying to play basketball and the cheerleaders are just like, I like boys. I'm like, this, isn't, this is not giving me pep right now. It's giving no. me some pep, you know what I'm saying? Every dude would be like, they are DTF. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, you probably want to cut that because people won't catch the sarcasm in my voice. <laughs> but then this movie is equally sexist and hormonally charged for men and women because as soon as they, we get this ridiculous dance number, which I had the best time watching, like seriously, if I was depressed, you watch this movie and you can't be depressed anymore. Like I don't mean chemically depressed. I mean, if you're having a bad day, you know, yeah, like yeah. If, you're, if you're just like down and it's a rainy day in November and it's just that slushy <laughs> bullshit and you're like, God, I got nothing to do. You put on Teen Witch and then you're like, I think I'm going to clean the house. I think I'm going to bake a cake. I think that life is awesome. So anyway, then bread. It does make sense. Hold on a second. I just want to throw out there. If you're sitting there wondering, how did they go from from heavy metal horror to Teen Witch? It's a musical, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So this segue is supposed to be the uh, female version of Teen Wolf. Which was not a musical. No. It was not a musical. But it follows the exact same plot, and I'm totally cool with it. You I know definitely I think would. Teen Wolf is a better movie, but nope. Teen Witch is a more absurd movie. Yeah, well, that's why I like it. What would make this movie great is if they just did it in full drag and called it Queen Witch, and I would have a great time. <laughs> Man, if we could have RuPaul and Zelda Rubenstein's part, she'd just be like, yes! Like, it'd be amazing. It would basically just be a RuPaul vehicle. Uh, oh man, could we have the mean girl be um oh fuck. Who was the um who was the one who was like had the fake Russian accent and she pulled off her, her off half of her wig a couple seasons ago and she had like a pentagram carved into her forehead. I think you're talking to two people who've never watched a single episode of RuPaul's what? Drag Race. But I want to now. Yeah, I no, want to really RuPaul's badly. Drag Race but... fucking rules. Don't watch the like <laughs> Um, 
the 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 bet not the best of seasons like the um the they have regular seasons and then they have bonus seasons where the people that lost the previous seasons get to come back or something. Don't watch those because those are drama city. Just well, I mean, there's a lot of drama in the later seasons anyway, but the first, like, I want to say five or six seasons, Megan and I ate that shit up. We haven't really followed <laughs> lately, but um, yeah, dude. Yeah. Watch RuPaul's drag race. It fucking rules. Uh, anyway. So we go from the, I like boys dance routine, which is somehow a cheer routine immediately to brad just happening to take off his shirt and do push-ups on the football field which is just like okay if we're going to to objectify girls we're going to objectify boys but the thing is is that the girls are not nearly as sexually mature as brad brad has like the most beautiful muscles you've ever seen he's oiled up he's like just throwing the football through a tire. You're just like, man, I am embarrassed. I'm 36 and I've never looked like that. And Brad was also in a great comedy movie called Son-in-Law, which also starred Graham Jarvis, who was in Mr. Mom with Michael Keaton, who was in Beetlejuice. (laughs) Booyah. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I'm going to fast forward through the uh, not very funny sex ed class with like <clears throat> sparky sperm and Edna the egg. Uh, yeah, and the rap we... is about the extent of the yeah, comedy yeah, yeah. in that scene. And that's yeah. fine. It, it really makes up for the, the weirdness. Um, but you know then... who that woman is, right? Cause no. she's the most, to me, she's one of the more notable people in this. No, there's no one more notable than Zelda fucking Rubenstein. All right. Yeah, but second, but... but second place is the lady from Donnie Darko. That's like all about sparkle motion. Uh... <laughs> that's her? Yeah, the, that's the sexy ed teacher. I'm like the sexy ed teacher, Matt. The, the sexy ed. <laughs> Grow <teacher>. up, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so hey, kids, welcome to your harvest dance. Time to sow some wild oats. That's pretty <laughs> inappropriate, Mister DJ. Yeah. But then, so this guy who um, you ever you guys ever watch uh, Good Mythical Morning on YouTube? Megan loves that shit. No, no, it's like this. It's like one of the number one daily YouTube channels. And it's these guys, Rhett and Link, and they are best friends from growing up and they just do weird stuff. I mean, they like try food from around the world and it's it's relatively fun. But Megan slogs through it every day. And then like maybe every two weeks, she's like, hey, this is a funny episode. Let's watch it together. And then I'll watch it. Scott, you ready for your brain to like explode out of your asshole? (laughs) I mean, sure. So the little brother, <laughs> yeah, he's appeared. He's familiar. He's so he's the little kid in Near Dark. Ah, uh, yeah, and he's also one of the little kids in Halloween Three. What? Yeah, but 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 it gets more important. <clears throat> he is. Let me look this up real quick, just to be sure. Um, he is the writer of of Final Girls. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Holy fuck balls. Yeah. He really, he really did well for himself. Good job, <laughs> well, guy from Teen Witch. <laughs> Arguably the most successful of the living cast members. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so where was I? Um, oh, we were, we were talking, talking about, about the sexy, we were talking about the sexy ed teach. No, we were talking about Good Mythical Morning with Rhett and Link. So, oh, yes. The nerdy, so the the hot girl, mo- most popular girl in school, T- Kiki, is that her name? I don't know. Whatever, doesn't matter. 
Uh, yeah. So the hottest girl in school who's dating Brad, for those of you who have not watched this master of cinema, masterpiece of cinema, um, she asks Louise to uh, be the date for her cousin who's in town. And Oof. he's like this nerdy rapist. And so yeah. he, but he's like so out of sorts because you'd think that he'd be like nerdy and unable to talk to girls, but instead he belches in her face when she opens the door and then it's like, hey, hot stuff. And he like, I fucks her. And then um, they go to the dance and he's like, you want to smoke some weed? And I'm like, what, dude, yeah, they could shit, not dude. figure out. They could not figure out what his issue was. So they just gave him like four different character types issues simultaneously. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is that he's kind of a handsome dude you know like he the, the, he looks like link from from good mythical morning that's the reason i mentioned it and he's like a handsome <laughs> dude they just made him like i thought you were gonna say he looks like link you know from zelda hey if anybody hasn't listened to, to my uh 8-bit nintendo metal <laughs> there you go uh so anyway um then he says the craziest shit so uh the first the first legit spell that um that louise, louise. Does is to make brad come over to her and talk to her at this harvest dance and so they go outside and he's like will you help me with my english homework and she's like oh yeah sure and then creepy wiener dude comes up and, and is like hey i got the car keys let's go and she's like oh okay and he's like i can drive through a fog like a hog with the heart on and that, is that a phrase it's not a phrase <laughs> i don't know but that, so and then he, anyway then he suggests that she blow him while he drives and then she makes him disappear and i hope that that actually lasts forever because he's a monster uh, because you know how Zelda Rubenstein says when Louise goes to see her after the powers, after her witch powers start to show up, she's like, "Oh, most of your your early spells won't last, and they're negated by water." Um, he didn't get anywhere near water, so that guy's gone forever, which is awesome. Well, no, he's not gone forever. Uh, he actually just won a seat in the Supreme Court. Ah, uh, you <laughs> made the joke I wanted to. <laughs> Uh, wow, all right. keep that shit keep that shit <laughs> horror movie night political AF alright so anyway um, so we got this cute dog alert when the little brother who eventually wrote Final Girls thanks for that bro um, got turned into a dog and then she goes they kill dogs at the pound and I'm like, no they don't they go to a farm <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah Brian let's not ever talk about your time at the SPCA uh, so yeah. <laughs> Why am I um, so we're right about the voodoo doll scene is what i've gotten next yeah, after all this well, well she almost cast a spell to make brad fall in love with her and if then you heard the rule that scott just said it's really flawed because once they consummate the love there's a very high chance that he would get he will water fall, out, <laughs> he will oh fall out of this spell well like that <laughs> doesn't get it. Uh, I get it. I got it. I got it. Um, oh, so, oh, oh, oh! So I'm supposed to laugh at your Brett Kavanaugh joke, but I'm not allowed to laugh at his dick getting wet joke. Okay. So, so here's the thing, and this is like where me as the writer 
if I was writing this movie, would have made a dramatic change, right? So she's sitting there, and she's, like, trying to make this guy fall in love with her, right? And then she sits down with Zelda Rubenstein, and she's just like, oh, yeah, you can make anybody love you. You can make your own money, like, blah, 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 which kind of goes against, like, most of the rules of wishing, like, if we're going, like, from genie rules, which, like, come on, how much more of an emotional moment would it be for this movie if she's like, oh, you have no ability to make people love you, and then she's like, oh, so he loved me all along, and it's, like, this beautiful moment, but instead, she's got the world's worst godmother that's just like, oh, yeah, no, there's nothing illegal with forcing someone to love you through magic. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Here's the thing about the craft is that there are some nice hard and fast rules about witches in there. Um, they don't apply to Teen Witch. And you know what? I don't even care. Don't try and piss on my parade. That You're not bothered by how the voodoo doll works in this movie? Uh, you mean when he um, goes to a car wash at the end? Yes. That doesn't bother you. That doesn't annoy you. That it's just all oh, just conveniently placed voodoo magic the mom puts him through the wash as he's walking past the car wash where she <laughs> unbuttons it. it's teen witch <laughs> you know what though this whole movie just plays out like one of the like more forgettable episodes of sabrina the teenage witch no because there was no awesome talking cat oh man <laughs> if they would have added a talking cat a talking cat <laughs> to this movie oh man I think Brian would have liked it. I would have. It had to be Salem, though. No. Yeah. All right, that so puppet that... does not hold up. <laughs> no. Watching it like 20 years later, you're like, man, that puppet like, looks like shit. It's like watching a Chuck E. Cheese fucking show where like there's sparks coming out of the mouth and it's half <laughs> opening. It's like half articulating. Are we almost at the top of that scene? Because yes, I my note, so my next note is OMG, here we go. And then in all caps with spaces between every letter, top that. So here's the thing with the top that sequence. And, and this is why, I mean, it obviously has to be mentioned because it's probably the most infamous scene in the movie. But like with a reason, because, <laughs> you know, like, like, Let's talk about like another infamous moment in like an otherwise kind of bad movie, like the garbage day sequence. Garbage and, day? Yeah, like it's just like a five second thing you watch. You're like, okay, that's kind of weird. You don't need to like overanalyze that scene. There are so many pieces to why <laughs> this fun. top that sequence is phenomenally bad. Like, <laughs> so great. Oh. Like the song itself, horrendous. The dance moves in the clothes, horrendous. The girl's verse, even worse. Like yes. it's just like stacks upon stacks of garbage. I'm gonna pull up the lyrics for her verse because I'm sure someone has them online. <laughs> of oh course man, there it'd be so easy to fucking find those. Oh man. Oh god, I love this movie so much. It's so painful. <laughs> I, I was like was live messaging Matt because I wasn't gonna message Brian because I know that he's a fucking stick <laughs> in the mud and wouldn't love it like I do. So so first here's the lyrics that they're singing. I'm a king, and they know it. When I snap my fingers, everybody says, show it. I'm hot, and you're not. But if you want to hang with me, I will give, give you one shot. Top that. Uh, so then she comes in, and she goes, supersonic, idiotic, disconnected, not respected. <laughs> Who would really ever want to go and top that? It's such a waste of pretty face. You're hanging with no one's face. Wish I could look and really stop that. Top that. <laughs> stop that. I don't really, really give up about trying to top that. Top that. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man, they keep censoring the word fuck, and they do. No, she doesn't <laughs> say fuck. The thing is that they they just do a space. <laughs> Hold on, it's a, it's a it's it's a pause, and that's what makes it so good because this movie is so wholesome. I don't know if there's literally a one in a million shot that this guy is listening to our show, but if you are. Jack Jones, I need to give you a shout out because I am on that scene's uh, YouTube post. And this guy, Jack Jones, last year wrote, Snoop, Snoop, it's Marvin, your cousin, Marvin Dog. You know that new sound you're looking for? Well, listen to this. <laughs> Oh my god. Holy shit. <laughs> I was not prepared. <laughs> oh shit. The more uh, can I we talk, just talk about, about that particular scene <laughs> because I love it. Oh god damn. Oh, there's so many questions. <laughs> like And no answers. Uh, no answers. That's a, no answer. <laughs> it's your cousin, Marvin. Marvin Barry. <laughs> like, <laughs> Who taught? Who calls any cousin like that? <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, I'm your cousin that you've never spoken to on the phone. Don't you recognize my voice? I'm gonna start calling Brian every day and just being like, "Hey, Brian, it's your brother, Matt, Matt Kelly." <laughs> like, Do you remember the John Mulaney when he's going through how fucked up that entire movie is? The someone pitching that movie and he's like, "And we're also going to imply that a white person (laughs) wrote Chuck Berry music, so we're going to take that away from him." (laughs) I just remember—I forget who it was—but when I was in LA, I saw a stand-up comedian talking about all the issues that he has with that movie, and he's like, "You know, like Marty McFly has this Polaroid of a bunch of kids standing around a well." And the kids just slowly disappear. Like in the alternate timeline, someone was just like, man, I got to get a picture of this well. (laughs) (laughs) We definitely talked about this before. I don't even care. It's so true. You look at so many plot holes. And the most obvious one that I never realized until John Mulaney said it was when he's doing the pitch. And he's like, so he's this high school kid. And his best friend is, you know, a disgraced scientist. (laughs) (laughs) Is this kid also a student? No. Oh, God. I love John Mulaney and Back <laughs> to the Future. We've talked about this. Back to the yeah. Future, A-okay in my book. Um, hot take. Hot take here. Back hot take Tuesday. Hot take Tuesday. <laughs> Yo, this is the most hype I think we've ever been on an episode. Oh. Do we have anything else? We've gone 32 minutes. Because <laughs> we didn't roll out of bed to record. We are just, <laughs> I am on my seventh cup of coffee today. <laughs> I just had one of the worst days of my work life. I'm like, let's talk to you next, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I got opinions and I'm going to share them. And all of them are nice. That's yeah. so great. Yeah, everyone wants to point out the flaws in my life. Well, let me tell you about Teen Witch. You want to talk about flaws? Uh, the only other note, because I kind of just got sucked into the movie after Top That, is uh, the I guess it's the last song. There might be a couple more, but oh, we're I'm gonna that. be the most popular girl. It's not the last song, but I also have that. It goes, I, I wrote it out phonetically so I'd remember to us. I'm gonna be the most popular girl. I fucked it up because popular girl. Uh, they yeah. all sound like songs I make up on my way to an event that I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to the dance and they're gonna think I'm cool, Brian. <laughs> this song's never came true. 
Oh, they man. never panned out. So, so um, we're we're missing the part where so to get cool, she goes to the Shanna Shana World Tour, and it's and you know it's a Shana World Tour because it's spray painted sloppily on this dude's kick drum, <laughs> right? And and then Shana is like, um. Luis, I'm so glad you come. I here's my denim jacket. I wore this when I recorded my first album. I need you to have it. And so she does it, and then spins around and becomes. Um, it's basically the uh, it's exact same thing that happens in she's all that that we make fun of all the time. Like oh, the glasses and the overalls. <laughs> they just made Robin Lively fucking hotter. Like she's. It's so obvious from fucking the beginning of the movie that she's gonna get hot with a little spray in her hair and a little bit of fucking orange eyeshadow oh my god but also like when she comes out at that harvest dance and she's wearing like a tutu like a bright pink tutu i'm i don't know if i side with rapist nerd or not because she does look absurd yeah but she She's not, she shouldn't have been as bullied as she was in the beginning of the movie. No, absolutely not. Like, I didn't have any friends, but I still (laughs) had had sock friends. Yeah. And I had people show up to my birthday parties because either my parents or their parents were bullies. They made it clear (laughs) they didn't want to be there, but someone made them go. So that's just childhood. That's just being a responsible parent. Yeah. That's it. Parents listening, you know what to do. Yeah. Bully parents into making their children come to your son's birthday party. Yeah, bully your kids into spending time with kids they don't like. They'll probably be like, (laughs) and make fun of them for uh, getting a CD for their birthday. What was that uh, Cuckoo Clock of Doom that they got? uh, That he got got the fucking CD. He's like, hey, don't you have this CD already? Yeah, and then his extremely mature sister was like, he didn't even start listening to it until he started liking you. He was jerking off in his room last <laughs> night. You've read Goosebumps. You know how the dialogue goes. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so she she becomes the most popular girl in the school. And um, I just have a note that says, God damn, this movie is so great. But then immediately <laughs> following it, I go, is she going to lose her virginity in a boarded up house? She does not lose her virginity in a boarded up house. She keeps that V cod until at least after the movie is over. Uh, but Brad is like sweating. His face is like, I- I'm guessing that they were on site for this. And it was like 90 degrees outside, hotter in this boarded up room with lights on him. And Brad's just like, do I have to kiss Robin Lively anymore? Can I please stop? <laughs> that was intense. Intense kissing. Yeah, she's she's like rubbing his like fucking back muscles. And he's just kissing her neck. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. I mean, like I I remember kissing girls in high school, and I loved kissing necks, but I didn't have a back like that. No girl touched. Okay, listen, I have been making out with one person for the last decade, and she's never touched my back like that. She's touched my back, but never so like. Oh my god, look at your sexy muscles. So Brad, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> so it's Louise Mania at school because she is now the most popular girl in the school. So they, um, so Brad asks her to the prom, I believe, right? That's prom. This is taken in, this movie spans an entire year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
so I don't know why I picked it or because this this was my fault, right? Like I picked this movie for us for our Halloween non-horror. Well, no, no, no. I presented it because we had kind of ran out of like Halloween ones that we were interested in talking about. Kids so we were Halloween looking movies. for like, yeah, just yeah. like kids movies that you would watch at Halloween. Didn't have to necessarily be a Halloween movie, I think. And we ended up here. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that it wasn't completely my fault that Brian was uh, an unhappy camp I mean, for an hour and thirty-seven minutes. Look, I, I mean, wasn't I'm happy to. I'm happy to blame you but... <laughs> for once, right? Because it's usually I'm knocking it out of the park, and you're like, "Hey, let's watch the thing that we're watching in two weeks, Scott." Yeah, like uh, you know, I I enjoyed watching it, but I can't I can't get on here and say that it was a good movie because <laughs> it wasn't. I mean, it's not like schindler's fucking list but it's great it's better than ernest scared stupid and i love ernest scared stupid so it I can't is ever watch not it again. better how dare you <laughs> it's more entertaining i think ernest scared stupid show is some respect to the uh, fucking dead yeah, yeah. <laughs> delta rubenstein's not alive anymore is she she's she plays a villain in this <laughs> <laughs> ernest is an american hero and treasure <laughs> Oh, I cannot wait until Patreon votes for us to watch Ernest Goes to Jail. Oh, God. I didn't even watch that as a kid. Oh, it's the best oh. one. No, no. Ernest Scared Stupid is the best one. We've already discussed it. All right. Anyway. No, because so- Ernest Goes to Jail. Every time that I watch Ernest, I'm like, I wish there was two of them. Give me two. <laughs> and then they're like, well, here comes Ernest Goes to Jail. <laughs> This is the best episode we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even wait to see what it sounds like when we edit, when you edit. All right, so so um, they go to prom, but uh, Louise is upset because she she doesn't want Brad to love her because it's it's hard being the most popular girl in school. I would know because I was too. Anyway, so she goes stag. And so, and so she's also, we haven't mentioned the fact that she and her best friend, who I never even wrote her name down, who does the top that second verse. Um, I want to say it's like Marcy. Something. Uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, it really doesn't matter. The fact that I got Louise and Brad is enough for me. So <laughs> we, they go to, they go to prom separately and then um, they like sort of fix things. Not really, but then her friend goes and dances with top that guy and they like figure shit out. And then random guy who's going to impregnate Louise twice, according to Zelda Rubenstein, which really fucking grosses me out. Like it just really, it it put this stain on this last scene for me because, so I've seen about 90% of this movie in pieces on YouTube. I'd never seen it chronologically. And I had never seen a couple of the little filler scenes that are just not that funny. Um, so this is my first full watch and knowing the, the fact that she's going to get impregnated by this guy twice really bothers me. So anyway, we have a final, um, synchronized dance when she meets her future husband slash father of her children, who he's going to do all sorts of weird sex stuff to her, but she's only 16 year and a half years old. So anyway, that's teen, Witch, awesome musical from 1989, Brian, I hope that you come back to it someday and understand the wonder that is Teen Witch. I have a weird feeling that if you watched this one with Jade, it would be like Basket Case 3 where Jade was like, I like it. <laughs> I, I don't know. Jade was not digging um, 
whatever. Rock and roll nightmare. Yeah, no. And and I couldn't pay attention. <laughs> I'm just saying, I would love to know if Jade ends up loving this movie. It'd be like, yeah, I had to watch fucking Teen Witch. And she's like, oh, I love that movie. <laughs> My favorite movies as a kid. Honestly, she wouldn't. I lost you there. Anyway, uh, so what was your guys' double features? Do you like to laugh, geek out on music, and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day, but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth? If so, you need to subscribe to One Hit Thunder. Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into one-hit wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Crayshon's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll to Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Past the Duchy, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come baby come and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. It is mind-blowing and heartbreaking how many original scripts are written every year but are never made. So we seek out these scripts and bring them to life with full audio production and professional actors. Check us out at Undiscover Scripts. Movies made of paper. Wherever you get your podcasts. Free! I'm not going to go first because I keep stealing Scott's. I want to go first. So I have a really, really weird double feature for this, okay? Because it's what I watched yesterday before watching this movie today. I just watched this this week, like two days ago, watched Teen Witch Today, and um, it was unintentional watching two witch movies. And I really just want to bring people back to real life. Well, sort of real life. Um, So you start – no. Maybe you start with this other movie and then you're like, oh, you're sad. Fuck it. We're going to watch Teen Witch. And they're like, it can't get any more ridiculous than the last thing we just watched. So have you guys ever heard of the movie from, I believe it's from Spain called Witching and Bitching? No. I have. And I've heard that it's surprisingly good despite the stupid name. Oh, it's a terrible name. It's kind of... It feels like what we do in the shadows, not quite as on the nose, but I think that's also because it's in Spanish, you know, like there's definitely a cultural divide there and there's kind of a language barrier because I watched it with subtitles. Um, And so maybe a couple jokes are just like more culturally uh, relevant, but it's a really weird, pretty awesome, witch, kind of gross, witch movie. Um, I highly recommend you guys check it out if you're in the mood for something kind of bombastic and off the wall. It's mm-hmm. um not something that we could actually discuss on the podcast because it's too serious and self-aware to be like a horror movie night pick, but also not quite as over the top as what we do for modern horror, like patchwork. So mm-hmm. Witching and Bitching, I think it's 2015 or something like that. It's close, whatever. I mean, it was a couple years ago. Um, watch that. You're like, wow, that was weird. And then you're like, you ain't seen nothing yet, bitches. And you watch fucking Teen Witch. And you have a good night on your hands. That right, sounds I'll, like a fun Friday. I'll go next. <laughs> That's a Tuesday. Because you'd, you'd think that I would pick Teen Wolf. Um, but I'm not going to pick that. 
I'm going to pick Team Wolf 2, spelled T-O-O. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Is that the one with the guy from Sliders? Oh, like fucking uh, uh, the guy from Can't Hardly Wait? No, 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 no. Jason Bateman. This is Jason Bateman, boy, oh, from Arrested Development. Oh, oh. Okay, okay, okay. I don't and know what I expected. One, <laughs> in this one, he's a werewolf, but instead of playing basketball, he's a boxer. <laughs> oh, God. So I've never seen Teen Wolf 2. Should I bother? It's charming? <laughs> well, is it the charming mark? as charming as is it as charming as Teen Witch though? That's the no, real question. No. So here's I'll read you the 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 plot outline as written on the back of the Scream Factory Blu-ray that I'm holding. Uh Jason Bateman <laughs> stars as Todd Howard, a Hamilton University freshman with a full athletic scholarship. Only Todd has no clue why since he's more interested in veterinary medicine than sports but his boxing coach, Bobby Finstock, is very familiar with Howard's family secret and is hoping he can use it to his advantage. Then the whole school, including Todd, finds out that he's a werewolf with superhuman abilities. Todd's popularity skyrockets, and he becomes the big wolf on campus. (laughs) If you've ever wanted to see Jason Bateman in a werewolf costume boxing, then yeah, it's pretty good, but... uh, (laughs) I love werewolf movies, but Matt, you know me probably better than most. Yeah, so the only person who comes back from the original Teen Wolf is Francis from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> but... Spot for sale, Francis. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some blood gum. We have to talk about that movie. It is a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's got to that's gotta be one of them. We've that, been discussing this for six months. You Francis... won't hear a negative thing. Yeah, Francis isn't available right now. He's taking his bath. Oh, really? Where are they hosing him out? <laughs> <laughs> You get to drink from the fire hose! (laughs) Wrong movie, but I still love it. All right, go ahead. So I I don't know what I would what I would do first. I'd probably I'd probably want to see who my friends are. So I'd put on Teen Witch and I'd let all the fake friends scurry out and be like, it's not (laughs) worth hanging out with this guy. And then I have my real friends and I'm gonna say, let's watch The Witches. Because this is also Ah, nice. But it's a cute little film, and there's a mouse, and a talking mouse, much like Mouse on the Motorcycle, and it's got a lot of, uh, it's got it's got Mr. Bean, and they're going to be like, boom, Mr. Bean, I'm sold, because everyone loves Mr. Bean, and that's my, that's my double feature. So, the witches scared the piss out of me yeah, as a kid. Yeah, it's yeah. as all hell. It really is. It's great. It's the one-two punch of, like, them tearing off their faces to reveal the witch faces. <sighs> and then followed it, immediately by the kid turning into, like, a puppet mouse. Because it's not like... It's not like they just, like, flash some magic at him and then they cut away and then cut back and there's a mouse. But there's, like, a couple shots of, like, a half-human, half-puppet creature. And you're just like, ah! <laughs> like, it's so creepy. I when was the last time you saw it? Uh, pretty recently because I watched it as a kid and it scared me so bad that I didn't watch it again until like college. <laughs> and then, uh, and then I bought it, uh, maybe like three or four years ago and watched it then, but it's, it's, been I, don't, a bit. I don't know if it's less scary or more scary, but I watched it about a year ago with John and Kat. And, uh, the fact that half the witches are just men when they pull off their wigs, if you look in the crowd, it's just like Kyle gas looking men. Some haven't even <laughs> shaved their beard. They're just there as extras. It, it kind of uh, makes it more scary. 
I don't know. I, I, uh, I, Megan and I watched half of The Witches last year, and um, still pretty disturbing, but not. I we didn't get to some of the more disturbing scenes, so um, I don't know, man. Like it's it's not something that I really. It just gives me the sense of foreboding in the the pit of my stomach, you know. Yeah, I'm not a. I I own it. I don't watch it much because yeah, it kind of. I mean, Jim Henson was always kind of good at making things that were really disturbing for children. But uh, anyway, that was Teen Witch, not The Witches from 1989. Uh, Halloween is now today. I mean, by the time you're listening to this, you might have even already finished all your trick or treating, which, you know, sad. We have to wait another couple of days, but you only have to wait about two days for another episode of Horror Movie Night. And man, we're going to have a howling good time talking about that movie. So tune in. And in the meantime, Check out hmnpodcast.com because, you know, we're pretty cool and we got a good site and we got some good people and we're on Spotify and all that other good jazz. And that's all I got to say right now. So I'm hot. You're not. <laughs> so if you go on our website, won't you give us one shot? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. funny yeah <laughs> i don't want to be funny as much as i don't i, I, I want to be i know i'll cut it i'll cut it i'll cut it but man <laughs> all internal that was, com is that, no was some fucking, that was so fucking vulgar it caught me off guard <laughs> <laughs> the filthiest oh, thing shit. i think you've ever said on this show <laughs> <laughs> oh man just wait for mania in the spring i'll i'll just drench you in disgusting terms you know side note do you think it'd be really funny though if the after credits i just play us talking about how filthy it was but never tell yes. them or play them yes. What it was. <laughs> yes do it dude we haven't done a fucking uh uh, uh like, like a, a singer, singer at the end yeah oh, and we haven't done that in like a year and a half let's do that <laughs> you're listening to the geekscape network do you like to laugh geek out on music and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth if so you need to subscribe to one hit thunder Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into one-hit wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Crayshon's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll to Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Past the Duchy, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come baby come and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. It is mind-blowing and heartbreaking how many original scripts are written every year but are never made. So we seek out these scripts and bring them to life with full audio production and professional actors. Check us out at Undiscover Scripts. Movies made of paper. Wherever you get your podcasts. Free! You're listening to the Geekscape Network.